Hello, friends, and welcome to The Human Voice. This is a special episode, as I won't be interviewing anyone, but will be sharing my TEDx talk I did back in March. It was finally released on YouTube a couple of weeks ago in May of 2022. You can find it on YouTube if you want to watch the video by either searching my name and the title. I will also place a link in the show notes. You know, we've all been through so much over the past couple of years that I wanted to study and put words to what we've all been feeling. Additionally, my own growth and change in the past several years. The title of my talk is Ambiguous Loss and Tragic Optimism, Our Journey Through Collective Grief. I'm going to play the audio for you now, and I hope you find it meaningful and helpful as you process change and loss in your own life. As always, please rate and review my podcast, if you haven't already, as it really, really helps to get in front of more people. I would really appreciate that. And now, here is my TEDx talk. A few of us here can remember when JFK and MLK was assassinated. And you'll never forget how you felt for days and weeks afterwards. Some of us can remember where we were when the space shuttle Challenger blew up. And many of us can remember how we felt when Princess Diana was killed in a tragic car crash. Collectively, these losses, from school shootings to racial injustice, they affect us all in a collective, communal way. None of us can escape the feelings of grief and loss. Some of you here can remember what it's like when you have a child that's gone from the home for the first time. I remember it like it was yesterday, and it was over 10 years ago that my oldest son left for college. There had been a lot of excitement about acceptance letters, high school graduations, and then we were helping him get organized at the end of the summer for this new chapter in his life. We still had two kids at home, and his room still looked the same. I thought I was prepared for it, but I felt such a deep sense of loss, loss of his presence and his spirit in the house. I knew that I could call him at any time, and I also knew that he would be home at different times throughout the year. But honestly, I was a mess. It wouldn't be the last time that I felt this type of grief and loss on some level. Like many people, I've struggled with depression, with burnout, and with existential crisis. November 2017, it was the culmination of a two-year downward spiral of a failed business, broken business relationships and friendships, financial failure, and mental exhaustion. What I didn't know not then, but I know now, is that these losses have a name. It's called ambiguous loss. It's a phrase that was coined by psychologist Pauline Boss in the 1970s. And she said that ambiguous loss is a feeling of anxiety and stress when you have a physical absence with a psychological presence, like when my son went away to college, or maybe you have a 
psychological absence with a physical presence, like living with someone who has an addiction or Alzheimer's. We all felt this after 9-11, or maybe observing the tsunamis in Thailand. We looked around, we tried to make sense of it, and it was complicated. And then came the pandemic. We've all dealt with the last two years in various ways individually, but there's a lot of collective things that we also have in common. It used to be when I was driving home from work pre-pandemic, I would pull my car into the garage, close it behind me, and to me, that represented peace, calm, solitude. It was a time and a place where I would spend time with my family and my loved ones. It was almost like there was this bubble of privacy that was rarely ever breached unless I allowed it. But those lines became blurry pretty quickly. And it was breached in the form of portals that opened up through Zoom calls into our lives, into our kitchens, and maybe even into our bedrooms if we had to work from there. And maybe your living room became a classroom for weeks and months on end. We, we tried to process this, and all we could say was, we felt the blahs. Now don't be cons concerned, or maybe a better word is confused, when you hear ambiguous loss. There are very real losses. As of right now, over six million people have died through this pandemic. But there's something else that seems to be brewing that we can't quite pinpoint. That's ambiguous loss. Maybe you felt ambiguous loss in less severe ways. You call an 800 number, you press one for English, two for support, only to wait on hold for another five to seven minutes to have someone tell you that you've actually called the wrong number. If you're like me, I angrily hang up, but then I wonder, what is this other feeling, this sense of loss and maybe a little bit of grief over a routine 800 number call? You felt voiceless, you felt unsupported, you, you couldn't connect with who you wanted to connect with. That's ambiguous loss. Now, I'm a student of organizational psychology and consumer behavior and marketing. And so I'm always interested in how people react and process information and situations. The pandemic has been extraordinary. In the medical journal Lancet in February of 2021, it said this in regard to the reviews of several studies of pandemic mental health. It said that researchers had found that many people all around the world suffered from PTSD, anger, confusion, and it went on to say that the researchers found that there's a good possibility that many of these cases would be long lasting. Now, just as we, we can process these losses together collectively, we can also process 
collective triumphs. Think about it. The Berlin Wall coming down, people seemingly going up in space and rockets almost all the time now, Olympic gold medals. We watched TV and we processed globally these triumphs together. I made it through my previous breakdown and struggle with the help and hope of something that I now know to be called tragic optimism. It was a phrase coined by Viktor Frankl, the famous psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor, in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Frankl said that tragic optimism is the inevitable search for hope amidst the inevitable tragedies of human existence. Frankel said that when we have a why to live for, we can bear almost any how. And this next quote from Frankel jumped out at me, and I believe it still rings true for all of us today. He says, when we find that we are no, when we are no longer able to change our situations, we are challenged to change ourselves. You see, tragedy provides an opportunity to change something within us, to find hope, to find meaning. And we saw this during 9-11 as well. People spontaneously came together to help and to heal and to process this trauma that was so, so tragic. Yes, ambiguous loss does lead to tragic optimism. And we can see this all around us. Over the past two years and even now, we see people helping healthcare workers, goodwill toward them. We see volunteerism on the rise and, and donations also on the rise. And what we see is that ambiguous loss organically leads to tragic optimism. Now, there are many of us that are still going through ambiguous loss, but there's something else that seems to be brewing underneath. For me, it feels like a, a brewing of hope and a looking forward to something that's coming that's much better. Ambiguous loss is a trigger for tragic optimism. And it's a trigger for us to reevaluate, and it's a trigger to redesign our lives. You see, Viktor Frankl said that when you know when you have a meaning and purpose, you can bear any how. He also believed that it was the tragedies in life that pushed us forward. And when we find purpose and meaning, we find ultimately happiness, not the other way around. Now let me say this, that it's no shame in feeling ambiguous loss. 
It's a normal human reaction. And we all must process it in our own ways and however we can. But there's no shame in it. Frankel said that an abnormal reaction to an abnormal situation is normal behavior. From ambiguous loss to tragic optimism. Now, this all doesn't end when the pandemic becomes endemic like we're starting to feel. Because there will be a next time, I guarantee it. Maybe not the same way that we've gone through this, but individually, you will face grief and loss again at some point in your life. And remember this. Tragic optimism will follow. When you're in the throes of that loss, it will. It always does. It's what drives us. It's what keeps us going forward. It allows us to work, to parent, and to live when our lives, even if they've drastically changed. It's what drives us forward to move forward, to have a better tomorrow, together, even if we're not always sure where we're going.